This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You are listening to iFanboy Special Edition Podcast on Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Hey, you're 
listening to a special edition podcast about movies for my fanboy, because that's what we do. Uh, this weekend was uh, the new Indiana Jones movie, Indy 4, or The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, as it was known. I am Josh. I am here with... Ron. And... Gordon, the intern. <laughs> that is not that is not Connor at all. No, Connor's taking Memorial Day weekend off, the bastard. So, um, so Gordon's stepping in, and and I don't even know if Connor even saw the movie. Uh, I gotta tell you, with this since since you know he's slacking. He is. He really is. Now that he's not here, we can talk about him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed. Yeah, a little bit. So anyway, so Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out on uh, May 22nd. Um, everybody ran to their theaters to go see it. Um, it was a minefield to avoid spoilers. Um, so it, 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 this is not specifically comic books. Um, True. I know that normally when we do this, we do uh, comic book movies. Yeah. Eh, close enough. Yeah, I, th- I think I think it's in I think it's in the in the in the, in the ballpark. Thank um, you. And, <laughs> and um and also there have been Indiana Jones comics as as we we talked about in the Vault video episode. The, the Dark Horse put them out, and Gordon, I know you've read them. So um, mm-hmm. um so yeah, so I think Indiana Jones applies. I don't think anyone's going to argue. Um, no, no, just so, uh, so you're like what the what. So we might, want, we might want to warn everybody that we're going to talk about what happened in the movie. So if you haven't seen the movie and you don't want it spoiled, stop listening and come back and listen after you've seen the movie because there's no way we cannot talk about what happened in the movie. So, um, True. And, Can I but, just say something? I'm a little embarrassed right now. Why? I really thought we were talking about Sex in the City. <laughs> Did that come out too? <laughs> Did it really? Yeah, that came out this weekend. That fucking, That's excellent that, counter-programming. That movie, Jesus. Anyway, um... Hey. Okay, but that's not yeah, I saw that trailer and I thought that is a good trailer. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I hate that show, but that was a damn good trailer. Anyway, <laughs> right. um, we thought we would start by uh, sort of uh, going over, what, I guess, our history, how we feel about Indiana Jones. Yeah, because you know, a lot of people. Have, it's sort of they're sort of very important movies. I, uh, I really, yeah, I really think Indiana Jones is up there with Star Wars as the two movie, the movie trilogies that made at least our generation. You know what I mean? When yeah. you think about the two go-to movie series, it was Star Wars and Indiana Jones, you know? So. People who were about 30 to 35 right now, maybe, uh, maybe give or take, yeah. take some years. Yeah. I mean, I mean, anybody, pretty much anybody born in the 70, in that like 73 to 80 kind of world, um, yeah. uh, years, um, I think these movies mean a lot to them. So, um, so who wants to go first? This is like group therapy. Uh, Ron, why don't you why don't you All right, well, do that? Um, Indiana Jones. I I remember. I didn't see. I saw Raiders Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first movie, and Temple of Doom on on like HBO or on videotape. I didn't see them in the theaters. I remember when Temple of Doom came out because it was supposed to be scary, and that was right around the 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 um, the the. I don't think Indiana Jones and the Temple was Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom the first PG thirteen or was that Gremlins? Uh, Gremlins PG. No, oh, I remember there was, it was there was some there was right around the creation of PG thirteen. I remember that was a whole yeah. big deal because I wasn't thirteen, and that was like, well, fuck them. But um, but Indiana nice Jones research. Indiana Jones and the Last thanks for that. Um, <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade was was right around the time period when I was in middle school, and it was the first one of the first movies I would go to the movies alone with with my friends to go see. And I distinctly remember seeing it in the theater and loving it, and just like it was one of the first like event movies that yeah, I can remember. Totally. Like, Excited to go see this movie. Yeah, it was like 1989. I think I was like 12. Um, I remember I went to the Comac Multiplex, and we and, and and it was just it was great, and saw it like three or four times that summer. And then you know, then of course watched all the rest of them and all that kind of stuff. And I think that's part of the reason why Last Crusade is my favorite of the three. If I had to mm-hmm. rank them, it's Last Crusade, Raiders, and then Temple of Doom. I really don't like Temple of Doom. I can't stand Kate Capshaw. Um, really, the only good thing about Temple of Doom is sh- is Short Round. Um, 
but um, but Raiders, of course, is the is the classic, is the first one. But I like the the, the injection of humor in Last Crusade, and I like the the um, just the story in general. Just I, Last Crusade to me is the perfect Indiana Jones movie. So it's 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 uh, the best part, by the way, of of Temple of Doom uh, is the one guy telling Indy what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, well, I gotta go. No, you will go to Bancourt Palace. And he's like, I don't want to. You will go. <laughs> and then he does. He does so, um, so Gordon, what's your history? Uh, it's actually similar. I, I don't recall seeing the first two in the theaters. I do remember seeing Last Crusade multiple times in the theaters. Um, but I, I really, I can't pick a favorite. I like them all. I do like Temple of Doom. It's okay. A lot of people do. A lot of people think I'm crazy. So many call and a lot of people think I'm crazy. It's you know it goes either way. How is it um, racist? I don't remember. All the brown people are evil. I think that's yeah. how it works. This yeah. was like one of those college things when everybody's trying to find subtext in everything. Yeah. Um, you know what's funny is I remember playing like pretending to be Indiana Jones before I was entirely aware of like remembering the movie. Interesting. Like, I can remember really wanting one of those hats and thinking a whip would be badass, but not really knowing if I'd seen the movie at that point. Just like you know, like the image of it, the the concept was yep. so damn cool, even just as a as a, a an icon. You know what I mean? Like right. it, it totally sticks with you. Um, and I'd say I, I wasn't. As, it wasn't like Star Wars to me. It wasn't that big of a deal. But um, you know, just totally fun movies as a kid, and yep. I, I really like so. So uh, well, I never did Star Wars as Halloween, but I know I was Indiana Jones numerous times, and that makes perfect sense to be honest with you. I, I believe that. Like I, that for whatever reason that that makes yes, I believe that you. Did. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Because he's an easier, more believable character. I, I don't know what it was, but I know yeah. I was. But it's interesting because Indiana Jones didn't have nearly the um, merchandising aspect that Star Wars did. Like there, there must have been action figures and stuff like that, but I never really remember having them or wanting them. But yeah. but in, for whatever reason, Indiana Jones was really cool. You know what I mean? So it's interesting how that happened. You know. So I think right, so, part uh, of that plays into Han Solo as well. I mean. Han Solo is so many people's favorite character, and the idea of Harrison Ford playing both these really cool characters. Well, and that's the, that's the thing I think about Harrison Ford is that is that when I think of Indiana Jones, I don't say okay, there's Harrison Ford being Indiana Jones. It's just Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, for, for it's one of those for at least for me, it's one of those rare moments where an actor transcends the role. You know, the actor's personality is is less than the role. Yeah, well, so. you know what's funny about it is that I was thinking about this the other day, and and Harrison Ford uh, used to be funny. <laughs> and like after Indiana Jones, he just did this huge series of movies that were n- in no way funny. Yeah. Like and then he completely lost his sense of humor and, and somebody mentioned a couple of comedies he did. But really like a- after that sort of period in the mid 80s, like everything he did was like super drama and he right. was totally get off my plane. I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, um, what, what uh, let's really quickly like what kind of expectations did you have going in? Well, well, they, so they 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 they'd been talking about doing this movie. Like, geez, it feels like since we were in high school, they were going to do another Indiana Jones movie. And we we heard you know schedules, and George Lucas is doing Star Wars, and Harrison Ford was doing this, and then Spielberg was doing that. Um, I honestly never thought this movie would get made, and for many years, I was of the opinion that it shouldn't, because um, I, I thought that the three movies yeah. were perfect as was. Um, but when they said it was coming out, um, typical as typical of you know how these I fanboy things kind of go. I believe I was probably the most optimistic amongst us. I was I've been really excited for it. I've been avoiding I only watched the trailers. I was on media blackout. I was avoiding any spoilers. And I was like, you know, this this is this is a type of movie that Spielberg, Lucas and Ford feel so strongly about and love so much there's no way they're going to screw it up. And so like I was really excited going to going into it. Very excited. Doesn't it seem like for the time that we saw those production stills 
to when it came out was extraordinarily short. Yes. I mean, like, I feel like we just, like, like three, four months ago saw, like, here's Harrison Ford in costume. Oh, yeah, and, that, yeah. and now the movie's out. How the hell did that happen? Yeah. Um, um, I, I know I know Connor, who's not here, but I know he was he was uh, very not negative, but worried about it. He didn't he 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 had didn't have a good feeling. So pulled out all his hair. Yeah, I'm very worried. <laughs> um, I, I I I must I must admit to some ambivalence, I suppose. Okay. Um, and, and and to be completely honest, had we not wanted wanted to do the show, I doubt I would have really rushed out to see it. All right, I appreciate your honesty. Thank you, <laughs> Gordon. I was absolutely excited, and again, like you, Ron, I was on a media blackout, and well, and you guys know me. I mean, there's so few movies I do rush out to see opening weekend, and this right. was one that even with my wife having strep throat, we went. Oh, look at you! Look at look at Amy stepping up. Good, I know. Good job Team on her player. part. Yeah, good on you. Um, all right, so 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 we got ambivalence, and we got extremely excited. Excited. So, uh, what was the reaction? I don't want to go first. <laughs> um, I, I'll go. I did. I liked it. You liked it? Okay. I did. Um, all right. I um, I wanted to run to the Bay Bridge and jump off of it because I can't stand having another thing of my youth get destroyed, and that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I just the movie ended, and I turned and looked at the, the people I was with, and it was the same look that I gave Connor at the end of X Three, where like I I, ju- I just can't believe I can't believe this. Ha- I just I can't believe it happened. I, I told my wife when I got home, I was like, God, if I was 12, I would have loved that. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would have loved it. But, like, whatever juice it was that George Lucas drank before he did the prequels, he's still on it. Oh, my God, yes. It's like, oh, it was oh. so much better than the prequels. No, it no. It, 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 no, it absolutely it, was. But, uh, okay, there was A, there was no subtext. None, none. And, and every single thing – that you thought might happen was telegraphed a mile away. Did you? And, and, okay, so so the, the the main plot point is is that is that Indiana Jones gets pulled into the fact that an old college uh, buddy of his was in South America trying to find a crystal skull, which is supposed to lead to a golden city that the conquistadors were going. And turns out that this crystal skull is the skull of an alien. Was there any point in the movie that you didn't know it was an alien? No, no, <laughs> just, no. Like, there was no twist at all. There was no like big reveal or anything like that. And it was just like, oh my. And it was God. But in fairness to to the series, I mean that that's sort of the point. I mean these are B movies that are done with no, but the, an A list cast. No, that, but the thing I mean, is that but but with with La, but no, but with Last Crusade when he was going through when they finally found when they get to the point they get to the temple and they're going through the trials of the Grail. Like I didn't know what to expect when he walked in that room and saw the old knight and then and then what cup to trigger. You know, like, I mean, there was still a level of suspense in terms of the climax and what the the main thrust of the story was. It was never as badly telegraphed as it was in this. I think. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, and that's the thing that I wrestle with. Like, I don't know if maybe I'm too old and too jaded or too critical now. But like, it was my biggest problem with the entire movie was that um, it 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 almost reminded me of uh, of what Stallone has done recently with the Rambo and Rocky movies, where you know it feels like Lucas was just like, well, like it's like did, did Lucas read the Last Crusade script and then write this script because every moment or every little thing was an echo of a previous thing that happened. Yeah. Like, um, like when in in the very beginning, when he um, when he meets up with the kid with Shia LaBeouf, the kid, Mutt Mutt Williams, who turns out to be Indy Indy's son with Marion Ravenwood, um, when he meets up with him and they're being chased by KGB agents, and uh, Shia LaBeouf's driving the motorcycle, and the KGB agents crash into the statue, and he's kind of laughing, and he turns and looks, and Indy's just got a straight faced, angry face looking at him. That was the exact same thing that happened in Last Crusade with Harrison Ford and Sean Connery. 
And oh. and it was and and I I understand I get light motifs and I guess and I get themes and stuff like that. But I mean, at the end of the movie, the climax when when Kate Blanchett, the the Kami you know villain, she get she gets absorbed with all the knowledge and she ends up getting destroyed by the by the thing they find. And then Indy's friend who is going for the going for the riches and 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 Indy's trying to save him and he just lets go, can't save him. I mean, I was like, this is it's it's like Last Crusade just in a different backdrop. Well, that that was actually like Raiders. Right. Right. I mean, they're all the same. No, yeah, it was like Raiders. That was like Last Crusade. Yeah. Last Crusade when he was trying to save Elsa. You know? I think yeah. the, thing that, the thing that got me, um, that, that kind of bugged me, was just that it, it felt like they d- used the excuse that it was just light fun to, uh, to do away with any need to try to be clever. Yeah. And I think that just because something is, is supposed to be light entertainment or fun doesn't mean that it can't be clever, that you can't put thought into it i guess like if you look at like pixar movies who apply to everybody but they're clever and they you know you think like here was just no it was just uh you know and 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 a younger me might have appreciated it but an older me like i just want more out of things i guess it was very obvious i just thought thought you know i don't know it just and i and this is going on i had the greatest of expectations and i was very optimistic because i'm like okay cool they're gonna do a good movie it's gonna be fun and I mean, things down to like the the costuming seemed odd. Like when that first scene, like Indy looked weird in his in the costume. In the, in well, the, in the they pan- had to try to make an old man and make him look like a younger, in shape yeah. man. No, I know, but then and then and then things like, I like even, that. even the music, even the sound, like even the music lacked balls. Like the music, yeah. the music seemed wimpy to me. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't as as strong or as. Uh, and and I'm sorry. And somebody who somebody who saw it before me said that there were three Jar Jar level moments in the movie. Yes, I rolled my eyes yes. many times. Okay, and so I'm going to rattle off what I think they are. Um, it was the the groundhogs in the beginning. Ugh. Okay, um, it was the um, oh fuck, I can't remember the second one. Um, it, uh, Shia LaBeouf in the uh, swinging on the vines, becoming the king of the monkeys. Yeah, yes. that was painful. Um, and then and then I don't. That depends on what it you was. See. Either the ants or the refrigerator. The, the the ants in the refrigerator. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Okay. I, yeah. See, well, there was there was a there was a, I mean there was you have to go. There was there was an even level of disbelief required. Yes, and I of don't course. Find that so much like the first, when they're driving the uh, like uh, when they did the uh, Ewok uh, scene where they the speeder bike scene. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> again. Um, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, this seems familiar. You're totally right. Oh my god, I, like, I didn't even realize I was that. Like, Where did all these roads come from? <laughs> because like in the beginning they had this giant Russian machine that right. was clearing a road. Yeah. And then after that there were just seemingly miles of roads through the jungle. Yeah. But you know, that stuff's all fine, like driving I I thought it was kinda cool to have them drive through the Yale campus. Um it was ridiculous, but but like you go with that. Um I don't know. There was maybe yeah, I little... thought that motorcycle scene was incredible. Actually, I thought, I, yeah, yeah, I thought that was... like that, the fight in the diner going into the motorcycle chase oh, wait, was great. Real quickly, real quickly, my favorite moment of the whole movie going experience wasn't so much from the movie, but it was. So there's a scene where, where in the very beginning, Shia LaBeouf and Harrison Ford are talking, and Shia LaBeouf is trying to explain to Indiana Jones why he needs his help, and the KGB are, are following Indiana Jones because they want his help too. And it's a big diner on a college campus, and it seems to be filled with half kind of straight laced jock-like college kids and some leather jacket-wearing greasers. Stre- greasers. 
And so to pro- provide a diversion, you know, Indy tells the tells Shia LaBeouf to punch one of the Joe College guys, and and there's a moment where it's all the guys in leather jackets and all the guys in Letterman coats, and then they break into a, a barroom ball brawl, which is a great scene. It was very funny, and and the whole Lucas, the hot rods in the beginning and the fifties. That's all Lucas's, you know, American. I know Lucas stuff. too well. I yeah. think. If I didn't, yeah. that I, I was like, oh come on. But no, but I like that scene in the diner. My favorite moment though was when the fight breaks out. The woman, a woman, a couple's behind me, and the woman goes, "Oh, it's like West Side Story." And the guy next to her goes, what? And then that's it. And then she just shut up. It was like, oh, God. No, but um, I thought that was a great scene. I thought the motorcycle scene was great. I thought that was really good. Um, My whole thing is that, like, I know, and I know from talking to Connor about this, Connor was excited to see, um, you know, communists being the villain and the Russians because, you know, how many times can you use Nazis or whatever? And I'm sorry, I had the KGB Russian guys gave me no juice at all. I mean, in in this series, it's Nazis and nothing as far as I'm concerned. You don't. Well, be Nazis. yeah, I, I, seven. Yeah, well, I, I would know agree. Like, though I understand that, but I'm just saying it's just that I didn't think the commies had the same punch the Nazis had. So right, we lived through the Cold War, but it doesn't have the same resonance, even no. though we weren't there for World War II. I mean. Communist Russia is such a foreign concept, whereas the Nazis are just we equate evil. with bad. Well, yeah. and I, I don't want to get put on a blacklist or anything, but Nazis are pretty much unequivocally evil. Whereas communism at this point now is seen as well, it was just sort of a different thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, we exactly. weren't necessarily much better than them during the Cold War yeah. from a morality standpoint. So, right. and 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 so the and and then the, it just seemed weird with the whole you know kind of Red Scare the and the whole HUAC and all that kind of the the you know the um, the fe- the f- uh, fever that that went across America. I mean, in the but, very in the very beginning, we find out that Indy's friend you know um, who's a British guy you know decides to start working for the Russians you know in order for the big payday. And when he's he's getting debriefed in the beginning of the movie after the whole nuclear blast thing and the FBI are there and they're all suspicious of Indy and now because of his friend, where did that plot thread go? That just dissipated. It wrapped up nicely. Yeah. <laughs> the one guy came in and said, no, no, he's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. and, then, and then the janitor looked at him right. um, and, and gave him the stink eye. And then at the end, also, he was reinstated with his job for no reason. Yeah, exactly. Everything so that, was, that was lovely. And, uh, and, and, um, and so it ends with him and Marion Ravenwood finally getting married. Could you have ever seen a more passionless kiss than in that church at, at the end of the, uh, the wedding ceremony? Okay. That Can I interject something made real quick? me cringe. That was like, I was like, oh. Yes, you may. I, I mean, I agree. And I see all the flaws and, and the foibles with this faults. But, um, the real question is, were you entertained for two hours? I mean, to me, it's like Con Air. Con Air is a ridiculous movie, but God, I'll watch it every time it's on because right, it's but, like two but, hours of entertainment. But Indiana Jones is 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 not of the same. It's 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 a it's yes, it's entertainment, but it's of a different level than Con Air in my book. That's all of my expectation. You know, like it's it's a it's a well crafted movie, not a not a. You know, Nicolas Cage chewing up the scenery. Uh, so, so you're Michael telling Bay me that movie. a knight that's been alive for 700 years, living in a room full of cups, is that was awesome? That was awesome, awesome dude. That was so <laughs> well, great. I'm just saying this. <laughs> it's not equally as ridiculous. No, no, because because there's the way it was played. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because there, there's a certain okay. reverence for mythology and history and like. And 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 all the all those things that come with it for, um, with the Indiana Jones series, where you know, where I'm sorry, but you know, a Michael Bay movie, whether it's The Rock or or whatever, you know, Connor or whatever it might be, Michael Bay or the other guy, what's the other guy I'm like thinking for? Jerry Bruckheimer. Yeah, Jerry Bruckheimer. Jerry Bruckheimer. Or Roland Emmerich. Those movies don't have any any um, content, not context, but any 
any meat gravitas. to them. Yeah, gravitas yeah. or anything. Where these, they they actually do like there were part. They, see, and that's the thing is that there were parts of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull where I literally was like it was like waves for me. Where like it started off where I was shaking my head, going, "Oh, this isn't going to be good," and then. Then when Shia LaBeouf came in, I'm like, okay, good, okay, this could be good. This could be good. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. And then they waved magically Natalie Portman wand over him. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> and then um, and then like when when Indiana Jones is is going over, like he's figuring out the the puzzle and all that kind of stuff like that. The archaeology stuff, I love that. Like when he was in the when they go mm-hmm. to South America and and they're they're in the the sanitarium and he's trying to figure out the whole thing. Which again, you know, do we need the clue to be on the floor that he's got to see from standing up above like he did in, in Last Crusade? Um, but but anyway, but there were moments where it was like, okay, this is going to be good. And there was like actually a moment in the last third of the movie where I was like, okay, this, you know, like this is going to end strong and it's going to make me feel pretty good. And then a flying saucer, uh, flew off. Um, uh, you know, I think that, that I, I think I was probably unhappy with the overall choice of like the area 51 aliens. And yeah. the th- I mean, I don't, I don't know. That one didn't seem right. Whereas the other ones were all biblical. These were more. Uh, Discovery well, Channel special. Well, they, t- but they mean, tied, but they tied into the... Temple of Doom isn't biblical. Yeah, well, Temple of Doom oh, I always ignore that movie. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's, it's, sorry. It's not good. I mean, they tie uh, into a real mythology that's there. It's just not... Yeah, that's a, true. A Western thing that we think of every day. Right. Okay, so let's... Do you think this is a big bash fest? There were things that were good about it. Uh, let's, let's talk about some of the things that we liked, because I think that there's probably some of those. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say one quick thing that I really didn't like? Okay. Yes. The we were going to go back skull. to more stuff. Oh, <laughs> I just want to say that I was so annoyed that the crystal skull, when they carried it, appeared to be so it was, light. It was about eight ounces. Yeah. I saw they the same. would just hold that thing up like it was nothing, and I thought, okay, well, that I didn't that actually That tied in with another, with another problem I had that uh, the um, – okay, before we – we'll end on good things. Um <laughs> Everything you looked at was clearly a set or, um, or, or CGI, and that works in a world of Star Wars. It even works in a world of Lord of the Rings. But in this world, I was, list, I was just like – I felt like I was looking at sets the whole time. Uh, and I it was like always – well, I'm that's what you do. Excited. But at the same time, like it was obviously a scene, and there was always a light coming from nowhere. Yes. I was like, oh, this underground tunnel appears to be lit. And you know, like there was always – I was like they went in someplace at night, and all of a sudden there's a giant light like – it was like they they didn't bother trying to make anything believable. Well, and that, the, the that, that light skull that, was part of it. And the only thing that had any realism was when they were on the Yale campus. And that was real. And yeah. that felt – that was cool because it was a real set. And that was the best part of the movie for me. That, I mean I, I don't know. I, I, the, the, set, the set pieces, things didn't bother me as much. Um, I, I think the – I don't know. And I didn't even think deeply enough about the lighting or anything like that. You just kind of go with it. And I think, this, I think the same thing kind of happened when they're going through the catacombs in, in Venice. I mean, you know, like that was lit too, you know, in, in Last Crusade and, and you know, but um, – <laughs> Um, in the Indiana Jones's world, there's always a torch handy. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Do you, if you need this, this is five thousand years old. It works. We're fine. We're good. Yeah, but um, no, they but, always have a lighter too. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they've just been through like a huge waterfall. Oh, yeah. here. Although the waterfall thing got me annoyed because it was again, it was like the waterfall thing because it was like you know, do do you really need to have it spelled out what three drops mean after you go down the first one? 
and then yeah. and then and they already showed a wide shot, right? And then also and then also when he yells, he's like first drop, second drop, third drop. To me, just was t- twelve o'clock, eleven o'clock, ten o'clock from Last Crusade when he's yelling at Connery to shoot the gun. Like again, it was echoes of all things that previously happened. Um, but then again, was- and, and but and I understand the suspension of disbelief, and I'll go with it because I'll, I'll believe whatever I need to for a movie that I love and I really enjoy. But like they go down that third drop, which was like Niagara Falls level drop, and the camera panned left. And then it panned back right, and you just see them climbing out of the water, and like you didn't actually see. They did that. They did that again. Yeah. And they went up into the skull thing. Yeah. They were like, "We're gonna have to go up there." Cut. We're inside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay. No, I, I. We gotta stop doing the mean. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. Things that I, the- I liked. I, I really did like Shia LaBeouf. I really did like him. I thought. I thought. Yes. He, I thought he was good. I thought it was. I thought the dynamic between him and um, Indiana was good. I just. I. I liked that. That character in the role. So. I thought that the script, from a standpoint of thank God George Lucas didn't write it on his own, yeah. was a lot better than if he had done it by himself. Well, we and so, yeah, yeah. meaning that like. The, the, there was corny dialogue and stuff, but but Harrison Ford handles corny dialogue better than anybody in the entire world. Yeah, and and clunkers that would be clunkers with anybody else, he seems to be able to handle with some sort of a plum. And, and the the actual cast I thought was really good, and mm-hmm. they were worth watching for me. Yeah, uh, although I think they, they, just, they, they wasted John Hurt, but whatever. He sort of, but I was still like, I love John Hurt. So I am. I can watch. I was really expecting to see John Reese Davies at yeah. some point, and I was upset that we didn't. Yeah, um, yeah. I love Jim Broadbent, even if he's in it just a little bit. Yeah, and, uh, and I was sad when when they saw Jim Broadbent. I was like, oh, where's Marcus? And then then the scene where we see Marcus passed away, I, yeah. I got sad. Um, I I thought I thought having Karen Allen come back is really really cool. You know what I thought was of... what I thought was amazing was that I, the, Karen Allen when she came on screen got an audible gasp and a little bit of centering of applause from the audience and I think it's yeah. so amazing people love that woman and I, she as far as I know she was only in Raiders and Scrooged. <laughs> Probably did some other movies. Yeah, no, she probably did, but those are the only two things I remember that she's in, and I, and people revere her. And she was great. She was excellent. She was, so she was awesome in Raiders. Yeah. I yeah. mean, just amazing. And 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 I think that was that was really cool. And they didn't like. I was kind of worried that she was going to come out and look way older than him. Yeah. Uh, but they like they looked appropriate, and I liked. I liked the flirtation between them the whole time and the fact that they. I mean, they sort of fell back into it very quickly, but whatever. I thought that was that was fun and that was cute. Um, so the, like the the relationship parts and the character parts, uh, I thought were really entertaining and well done. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I I liked the scenery. I know you just said you didn't, and I said I did earlier. But I I thought that they did a fine job with all that. I don't care for CGI ever really, but I do enjoy scenery. Well, did you notice that weird lighting? And it's the same lighting that they use yeah. in all of the prequels. Yeah. That to me says that the background is completely fake, and it, it's it, like the Marvel coloring. Yeah, it did yeah. not work for yeah. this movie specifically. I just wanted to reiterate that I was entertained by the movie. I, I mean, I, I'm willing to let a lot of stuff slide. I don't know what kind of expe- I mean, I had high expectations, but I think I also understood what I was getting into. Right. I don't know. I mean, I just, I, I just, I just feel, felt it, it, to me this felt like another case of the Sex Pistols in 1997. You know, like yeah, I, 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 my my first thought after the movie was, have you ever felt, have you ever felt like you've been cheated? You know, like it just, it just is like it take that you take this wonderful and honestly, and, and Thomas Wolfe was right. You you cannot go home again. That's what I think this pro- this proves. You cannot go home again. I, yeah. I you know, it's funny is that I'm actually more in the middle than Ron. Like I I I wouldn't I don't want to even say it was bad. It it just it was not for me. It was not for me, the person who I am now. I think that George Lucas suffered some shell shock. 
Yeah. And now in like like for the prequels, he made up all this new stuff. And for this, he well, that didn't work at all. I'm just going to only play off motifs that I've done before. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, like the even the like the gross crawly bugs everywhere. Like that's a staple. Uh, and so yeah. like it was just hitting on things over and over again. It was very much all going back. And if you're into that, then that was good. But there was there was nothing new. Right. I think. Um, it was it was funny it was funny though because I, one, one one of my friends that I saw the movie with was saying beforehand she was excited because she wanted to see what the thing in this movie would be you know whereas like you know previously it was rats and then it was snakes how it's always something and she, so we're walking out of the movie it's like and somebody's like so what was the thing and she said she said it was the ants I said oh I thought it was commitment so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I uh, like the ants. They were creepy. They made me look away. Not yeah. as creepy as in King Kong, but creepy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, did, it, I, mean, I saw uh, in my insomniac fit the other night. There was something about like, what's that show called? I shouldn't be alive or something. Right. Where okay. people live through these terrible things, and I. It was about someone who he was attacked by a crocodile and he got away from that, but then he was attacked by ants, and these ants were the only insect known to have killed a human and then eaten it for its flesh. That's awesome. And that was like the night before we went and then we went to the movie and I was like, oh god, <laughs> the ants again. So I will say that the ants were like just too much. Yeah. yeah I actually, I literally covered my face a couple of times because I don't like giant bugs at know. all. So that worked for me. Yeah. Whatever. So there but, you have. I mean, I mean, it probably can be said that I'm I'm being a little overreactionary, and I, don't get me wrong. I, to Gord, to your to your to wit, it's not like I it's not like I hated it and walked out. I you know had a good time watching it. It just what I wanted out of it, it just wasn't there, and it just did. And and between this and the nine hundred two and zero thing earlier this week, it just it's it's, it's really hard. It's really hard being me these days. So. Ron needs a hug. Yeah, and I fully acknowledge that. So so anyway, so um. So if you want to go to ifanboy.com, there'll be uh, there's a thread about Indiana Jones, and we'll put up a thread about this podcast. You can tell us why you disagree with me, or why you agree with Gordon, or why you're ambivalent like Josh. So I have and no joy in life anymore. <laughs> I, I think no I'm going to buy like I'm going to have to buy the DVD. I mean, it's the same thing. It's like oh, I'll I buy the DVD episodes one through three yeah. of Star Wars, even though they're terrible. Yeah, I'll buy the DVD. I briefly so, considered watching the prequels again recently. Oh really? Wow, you're going to? I'm not ready. To I'm, see. Not, I'm not ready. Amy and I are going to watch all six this summer. She's excited about it. What order are you going to watch them in? Well, that's she's like, well, what should we do? And I was like, you have let's to go just one watch to six, four through six. She's like, no, I want to start at one. So no, like, you got to go four, four to six, then one to three. You have to. No, you can't do that. Why? He's such a beans. And you can't end on the shitty stuff. Well, no, but I think it's I think in terms of the way history, uh, whatever. This is, no, on, this is another do it, podcast. You do one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> All right. Well, so the next uh, the next movie on the docket is the Hulk, which is opening June thirteenth. So uh, be on the lookout for our next uh, summer special edition podcast. Talk about that movie. Um, and I love Iron Man. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because Iron Man great. It's funny because as the credits are rolling, one of my friends turned to us and goes, "Let's go see Iron Man." <laughs> so, uh, all right. Uh, so until next time, I'm Ron. I'm Josh. I'm Gordon. And um, we that hope- was a weird order. I'm sorry. I'd like to apologize to everyone for that. You want to do it again? I'm uh, Ron. No, was- no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so so please da, tell everybody da, what you thought of Indiana Jones. We want to hear what you think. So. Da, da, da. I feel like they didn't use the theme though. They didn't. I told you the music lacked balls. The music lacked balls. That's what I'm saying.